The New York Public Library proudly announces the completion of a series of major renovations at its flagship Stephen A. Schwartzman Building, further ensuring it as a vibrant and welcoming destination for all. This latest phase includes the building's first-ever visitor center, a new 2,250-square-foot public plaza named after the library's former chairman Marshall Rose, a new ADA-accessible entrance, a new modern public stair and elevator and other features to enhance the visitor experience. In other exciting library news, the Polanski exhibition of the New York Public Library's treasures welcomed its one millionth visitor on July 10, 2023. Eliana, an eight-year-old from Manhattan who had come to the exhibition with her family and visiting friends, received a New York Public Library tote bag. Inside the bag was a copy of the book, Treasures of the New York Public Library, a New York Public Library mug, and other library gear. Eliana and her friends and family also received a guided Polanski exhibition tour, led by Declan Keeley, director. Special Collections and Exhibitions and Curatorial Associate, Sarah Spink. One highlight of the tour for Eliana and her friend Ellie was seeing Charles Dickens' letter opener, which the famed author had made out of his deceased cat's paw. The Polanski Exhibition, located in Gottesman Hall, showcases highlights of the library's vast research collections, including a Gutenberg Bible and Thomas Jefferson's handwritten draft of the Declaration of Independence. The Polanski Exhibition opened in 2021 amid the challenges of the ongoing pandemic. Over the past 19 months, its average daily visitor count has increased 275%. Its success is a testament to the resiliency of the city. Libraries truly are for everyone, which is why I am so thrilled to announce these new changes to the Stephen A. Schwartzman Building. Our celebrated research library, said President of the New York Public Library Anthony W. Marks. All of the new changes, from our first-ever visitor center to the new outdoor Marshall Rose Plaza, as well as our Polanski exhibition of the New York Public Library's treasures, will make this landmark building more welcoming to all. These new changes will also help us develop an even broader base of regular users to our research collections. Knowledge is meant to be shared. And we invite everyone to come and see the wonders of the library. The New York Public Library's treasures are now truly public, said Leonard Polonsky, CBE. The success of the exhibition has exceeded all expectations. And we're grateful to the library for permanently making it available to an ever-growing public. Free access to knowledge for all has been the central mission of the New York Public Library for over 125 years said Chair of the New York Public Library Board of Trustees Abby Milstein. To reach new generations of researchers and patrons, we have made exciting and welcoming improvements to the Stephen A. Schwartzman Building. We can all look forward to books, scholarship, and public engagement that the library will inspire in the years to come. Both the Polanski Exhibition and the renovations to the Schwartzman Building are designed to make this landmark. 1911 building and the library's extensive collections more accessible to all who visit. The 3,600-square-foot visitor center features exhibits that illustrate the library's history and legacy, as well as its collections and how they're used to support research. In addition to interactive digital screens, physical tactile displays of the library's research collections invite people to touch and engage with the exhibits.
This approach also benefits blind and low-vision individuals by enhancing their experience and fostering greater connection with the content. Tactile models of collection items include The souvenir reproduction of Augusta Savage's 1939 Lift Every Voice and Sing Sculpture Keith Haring's 1989 Silence Equals Death Act Up Poster Cuneiform Clay Tablets from 2000 to 2100 BCE A large-scale, tactile map of New York City Each borough of the city is represented by a different texture. Manhattan, for example, feels differently than the Bronx. To cater to the diverse linguistic landscape of New York City, all displays in the visitor center are trilingual, in English, Spanish, and Chinese. This is consistent with other new and expanded offerings in the building, including new signage and visitor materials, as well as a treasure's audio guide, a new building audio tour, and other behind-the-scenes videos, all available on the library's new digital guide on Bloomberg Connects which allows visitors to access the information on-site during their visit, or from anywhere. The featured languages were chosen because they are the languages most widely spoken in New York City. The library's two audio tours also include an option with verbal descriptions of each stop. In another effort to accommodate blind or low-vision individuals, while all visitor center content is also accessible. Future expansions of language options are anticipated. Much of the new renovations centered around adding more public space to the Schwartzman Building. The visitor center had been an office space and storage for map collections, which are now safeguarded in the library's state-of-the-art Milstein research stacks located under Bryant Park. The library also transformed an underused exterior mechanical area into a 2,250-square-foot outdoor public plaza. That plaza was formally dedicated to the library's former chair Marshall Rose this spring through the generosity of Richard D. Cohen and Leonard A. Lauder. Rose joined the library's board in 1981, and he is currently chair emeritus. Rose also was instrumental in the revitalization of Bryant Park. The Marshall Rose Plaza is located on 40th Street and connects with the library's new ADA-accessible entrance and new public stair and elevator bank. The elevator serves all four of the library's floors, a remarkable achievement given the architectural challenges presented by the landmarked marble building. Other highlights of the renovation include new public restrooms and a new 4,000-square-foot library shop and café. Featuring Amy's Bread Additionally, the library is creating a new temporary exhibition space, the Celeste G. and Mana's I. Bartis Exhibition Gallery, on the first floor. This new gallery will be in concert with the existing Wachenheim Gallery and Gottesman Hall to bring together engaging and dynamic exhibitions that feature the library's collection. The new gallery is expected to open in spring 2024. This most recent round of renovations are the latest in the library's efforts to improve its Midtown flagship locations and further the New York Public Library President Anthony W. Marx's vision to make the library accessible to all New Yorkers. In 2021, the library opened the Stavros Niarchos Foundation Library, SNFL, following a complete renovation of the building. The branch, formerly known as the Mid-Manhattan Library, was transformed into a state-of-the-art central circulating library capable of supporting New Yorkers from across the city. It now features a modern design to support traditional services such as book browsing and computer use, 
as well as dedicated spaces such as the Pasquilano Learning Center, which offers adult education offerings, such as ESOL and literacy classes. And the Thomas Yosloff Business Center, to support patrons' needs for personal finance, small business, career services, and more. The library also has recording studios for adults and teens, bright and lively areas for both children and teens. And one of the only public rooftops in New York City. The renovation of SNFL followed major upgrades completed previously at the Stephen A. Schwartzman Building, which included a significant restoration and repair of the ceiling in the Rose Main Reading Room and building out the second level of the Milstein Research Stacks underneath Bryant Park to conserve and house 4 million books on site. The joint design team for the Stavros Niarchos Foundation Library and Stephen A. Schwartzman Building renovations included Dutch architect Francine Hauben of Mechanoo and Elizabeth Labor from New York City-based Bayer Blinder Bell. Mechanism's unparalleled knowledge of libraries guided the development of the Midtown Campus concept and led to the creation of the connection through the new Marshall Rose Plaza entrance. Bayer Blinder Bell's storied work on landmark buildings ensured keeping the historical integrity of the Schwartzman Building. The vast majority of the renovations were paid for using private funding. Free and open access to knowledge is at the core of our mission. And a big part of how we can accomplish this is by having spaces that are inviting and welcoming to all, said New York Public Library Chief Operating Officer Iris Weinshell. These renovations do just that, which is not an easy thing in a 112-year-old landmark building made out of marble. Not only did we add more public space to the Stephen A. Schwartzman Building, we did it in a way that complements the Stavros Niarchos Foundation Library diagonally across Fifth Avenue. Between these two buildings, our patrons and visitors can find anything they need. Elizabeth Labor Managing partner at Bayer Blinder Bell, speaking on behalf of the design team, we aim to maintain integrity and create clarity in the iconic Stephen A. Schwartzman building. The changes, both subtle and transformative, will help visitors understand and appreciate this special building and its many features and functions.